previously on Live at 605. I think the last time we did the podcast, you said you had 420. Yeah. How did you gain 30 followers on Twitter in a week? So I rounded up. I'm only at 431. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. The lie for this week. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. from a cool downtown Toronto. Feels like fall over here. Feels like fall, you're right. This is episode 10 of Live at 605. Yeah, you're still doing a 605 podcast. Yeah, I know. I was like, I was going to say season 8 in there. Um, But yes, we have another fun-filled episode for you today. I am your podcaster, Val. I'm your boy, John. And yeah, we got a very complex episode for you today, if you will. If you followed us from the start of the 605 podcast, you'll know what complex episodes are all about. Yes. Complexity. Complexity. So we definitely want to thank everyone who downloaded last week's episode. And if you want to, should we do the info first? Yeah, definitely. If you want to get in contact with me and see some of our fun pick collages from this week, we did a lot of fun shenanigan things. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter. It's valgomez23. And did you get any new Instagram follow? I did. Are you at 200 yet? Almost at 200, guys. Uh, gotta bring your A game. Gotta bring your A game. What and, about you? Uh, 500 Twitters now? <laughs> uh, Rounding up again? On t- Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Malencamp. I think last week the challenge was I was at like 431 followers. Yeah. I was like, let's get me to 500 by next week. <laughs> I'm proud to announce I am at 437. Whoa! So almost got- there. Just round up like you did last time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I still want to get to five. My ultimate goal is to get to six hundred and five followers <laughs> on Twitter, and then let's see how many followers I have on Instagram because nobody likes to follow me there. I have seventy three. <laughs> you so. don't post is interesting shit. No, what about the picture of you, Kanye West, and genuine? <laughs> that just looks like an ethnic in sync cover. <laughs> All right, how about the one of you? Throwing your knuckleball in the park. That was badass, yo. That got, was on weed day. I got four likes. One of them was from you. Aw, I'm sorry. And then I post good pictures. I have like sad Drake on here. <laughs> I have I have Tupac's hologram liking our picture. <laughs> Did you see this picture? Yeah. So make sure you go to my Instagram, Malencamp, to see how Tupac's hologram liked our picture. <laughs> and all kinds of fun stuff. For sure. So what we wanted to talk to you guys... You can get out all the contact Oops. information. Go for it. What's the most important one out of all the social medias? If you leave a message on iTunes... <laughs> well, I was going to say more of the Facebook Oops. one. If you want to leave a message for John on Facebook, go to facebook.com slash live at 605 and you can check out... Really awesome pictures and like behind the scenes stuff of us shooting in the studio and just the different uh, frivolities. I think that's the word. Frivolities. Okay, that happen. Trust you on that one. <laughs> that happen uh, around Toronto this past week. Exactly, and then if people are on iTunes, what should they be doing right now? Definitely leave a comment. Uh, maybe you know how to spell frivolity mm-hmm. uh, about the podcast because every comment you lovely listeners leave keeps John and I in the news and noteworthy. Um, to actually help us extend our reach. Exactly. I've You know what's weird? I've noticed people nowadays, I feel like we are the cool, like, obviously podcasting's big and there's like yeah. a lot of like comedians or s- activists, whatever it is, like we're, we're, our we're authors. Yeah. But out of like local people, we were the first ones to do it, right? Yeah. Am I not all over Facebook? And am I not seeing people I know like start my podcast? Shut this? up. Yeah. Who's starting their podcast? 
podcast? Uh, this one guy I know from Ottawa. Oh. <gasps> No, no, no. I was like, is it Matt? No. Right? I was like, can we enroll them into our 605 network? No, I don't know what his is, but I just saw like on Instagram being like, here's my upcoming podcast. I What's not, it on? I have no idea. Is it about him and an ethnic girl in Ottawa living, um, in, living up some <laughs> shenanigans? No, but then I saw some other guy I know from another company starting a podcast that's getting some like backing from another company. What? The much music people I know. Oh Christ! But no, aside from that, I just I know all these people now starting podcasts. I'm yeah, like, you're not but like. There's no suits involved in our podcast. Exactly, suits suck as exactly. entourage would say. So no, I just find it interesting. Like all of a sudden, oh yeah, guess who made it popular? We did. In fact, we are futurists. We are early adopters of this. Mm-hmm. And look at us. We already have eight seasons. That's why you start calling us Future Hendrix if you want. <laughs> Do you have a sponsorship for this? Uh, week? Yeah, do you? Are you okay there? Yeah, sorry, I just got another email from those ding dongs. Maybe don't check your yeah. emails. <laughs> I have a sponsor. Do you have a sponsor? Yeah, those ding dongs. <laughs> keep, keep going. Do you actually have a sponsor? Or, or? Nope, I'm good for this week. Do you? I Yeah, I do. Go. So this is my sponsor of the week. Sponsorship of the week. <laughs> Um, I don't think I told you about either one of these ones, but they both involved me walking home. Obviously. Of course. And one of them, <laughs> the first one happened Monday. What did I do Monday? No, uh, no, it must have not been. It was one of these days where I had a busy day. It's been a busy day at work. Work's been awesome lately. We're getting ready to do our upfronts, which is... We'll explain that later because that'll kick off the complexity episode. Exactly. So it's just it's a busy time of the year for, for us producers, mm-hmm. uh, but it's been a lot of fun. Going to do a lot of cool shit, which is awesome, but it's just been... Stressful and because it's just a lot big deadlines this mm-hmm. and that. So, anyways, I'm walking home and I got two sponsors. This one happened first. And I'm walking home, uh, doesn't matter where I am, but I'm crossing the street. That's my right to walk, and yes. it's one of those streets where it's like a T-bone street where you got the one street and then another street. Right. They connect. It's just two connecting streets. T-bone. And I'm walking. I'm about to get on the sidewalk as I cross the street, and there's this jack jackhole parked. Uh, next to the stop sign, like right, like if I'm walking here, this mm-hmm. is where he's parked. So I'm walking like this, okay. And he's parked with his bumper towards where I'm walking. Does he not get in his car? It doesn't look behind him. Did he almost hit you? He backed up, and you can't see the move I did, but I literally had to do this move. I'm walking, I jump like this. I jump backwards. He basically does a ballerina hop. Yeah. So <laughs> he clearly just didn't look behind. Like it was my right away. I wasn't. Did you bang on the trunk? No, but what I did. He had his. Side window open. I just said asshole. I'm like asshole. He didn't say. He didn't what see me. See bag. So I was like jerk. I, that's why you always gotta pay attention. Like when there's yeah. people in cars, this and that. But I was like, what a jackhole. Like you're right next. <laughs> jackhole. I want to start. Yeah, I know. I have another diss I want to tell him. Okay. I, I was watching your favorite comedian show today, Amy Schumer. Avi train wreck. And she had a funny. They did a sketch. And this, anyways, they're like in court. It was like a jur- jury duty. Yeah. This guy's like, "Hey, get out of here! I got tickets to go see Blake Shelton and <laughs> a- and Adam Le- uh, Levine? Levine's uh, joint tour. They're like doing, a- they're doing a tour together. What's it called? He's like, "Oh, it's called the Garbage Dick Tour." <laughs> what? So I just wanted to call this guy Garbage Dick. <laughs> so, so, That's so funny. So, anyways, I'm just like, oh, this. I just hate people who are in like big public space, and they're like, "Did you just hear that? Oh, what was that?" It's like, whoa. What was that one thing last week? We I don't to? know. There's, oh, man. I hope we're not going to get, like, abducted. Abducted by aliens. Because that already happened in the season one finale. Whoa. We got abducted by aliens. So check out that episode. It's called <laughs> In the End if you want to know how I got abducted. 
I do have a sponsor. Do you okay. want to keep going with yours? Yeah, let me go with my one last one. So, again, I was walking home after another busy day at work. And you know the area where Crazy Horse is? Or, not Crazy Horse. <laughs> What's that other Vaguely. shitty bar? <laughs> another shitty country Toronto bar. Uh, the one with all like the Croc Rock. Croc Rock. That's not a shitty bar. That's where we're going to have our wedding reception. <laughs> <laughs> On the roof. <laughs> First of all, we're not engaged. Oh. <laughs> Sorry to break your heart. And second of all, that'd be grounds for like breaking up if you're what? like, let's do our graduation Thank party here. But um, for those of you who don't know what Croc Rock you is. You say our graduation <laughs> yeah. party. <laughs> Okay. For those of you who don't know what Croc Rock is, it's like this bar where all shapes and sizes of like MILFs, jocks, frat boys, uh, stoners, <laughs> Wall Street, hipster. It's just like the worst of the worst. It's the worst of the worst, but it's also the funniest bar. And you can always be promised a great time because there's like five stages, a rooftop patio, and the drinks there are super cheap. So like... If you listen, I can't remember what season it was, but mm-hmm. we threw a faux bachelorette party here, yeah. and we had the quote-unquote bachelorette soiree reception at Croc Rock, which was awesome because I called ahead to get, like, a bunch of swag done for our faux hmm. bride, Maddie, yeah. our friend, and it was great because they put Maddie's name, like, congratulations, Maddie, on yeah. the screen, and we got, like, free shots, and we could dance on the bar. So even though John secretly hates Croc Rock, I think he actually loved it there because he was the one always on stage. Yeah. I, I as he is in most places we go to. Uh, here, This is what we both do. I make the most out of life when I can. And if you remember that day, I was also hungover. And here I am like, well, if I'm hungover at Croc Rock, might as well get on stage and dance. You knew if we were throwing a party for no reason, you had to drink. I didn't I didn't drink anything that night. You didn't? I was too hungover as balls. Remember that's when people gave me like those Korean energy drinks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like, for the life of me, could not drink anything. <laughs> But in that area, right across the street, there's another bar. It's, it was like London Tap House or yeah. something like that. It's like $20 to get in there. Yeah. So I'm walking home from work. It's like 6.30 at, in the evening. It's not nighttime. And there's a line outside to get into that place for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And as I'm walking, it's a small sidewalk. So there's people in line waiting. And then there's like um, a big pot there. Like, there, you know, sometimes there's like plants. And, yeah. So I'm walking, there's very little room to walk past. And then there's this asshole who's not in line but standing between... The people in line in this like pot. Yeah. So there's no room for you to go. So uh, I'm walking. The guy's just like standing there, like not moving. Yeah. And I, I had to like put my shoulder into him. And I, I said something. Now I forget what I said. I said something. Jackal. <laughs> garbage dick. No. <laughs> I said something like, it's something like, I'm walking here. Not like that. <laughs> but, but it was something along the line, lines like, you're not going to move. You said that? Yeah. Again, like under my Whoa. breath. Because the guy didn't move. Like he's one of these asshole. Fake well, he's at London Tapos, so exactly. like, obviously. He's trying to like impress whoever the yeah. chicks were that were yeah. there. But I was like, what's wrong with this person? Like, so Why anyway. are you walk- walking in the most Scott- shitty area? Because I walk wherever there's green lights. Oh, okay. Do you wanna- this is actually a good life tip. I haven't had a John's life tip in a while. Well, that was your sponsor, so let's go back to back with a life tip. Sponsorship of the week. <laughs> La- La- Yo, this is my life tips. Take your mind on a little trip. As I make your bitch strip, this is John's life tips. This is John's podcast, 2015. Uh, you almost made me forget my life <laughs> tips. Because you're like mocking me now. No, this is good. Whenever I walk home, some people, if you're walking, you know, they got a set plan. I got to go, 
I gotta go east all the way till I get to Jones Street, and then I go north home. Yeah. Because of my walk home, there's so many various ways to go. I walk wherever there's a green light, which means I'm never stopping. I'm always walking. <laughs> I can walk ten different ways. You know what? If I'm walking this way up Jones Street and it's a red light, I take a right down Alexander Street, yeah. going that way. Oh, guess what? Leslie Street's closed because there's a red light. Uh, Papa Street's open. I'm going up south that way. So. Why do you sound like you walked in a fairy tale novel? I don't know. But the other great thing is it's always a new adventure every day. I'm never walking the same path. I'm walking past, you know, Starbucks yeah. or I'm going past like an umbrella outfit to store. To be fair, I do agree. That is a good life tip. But it also helps because you can. You have the opportunity. Whereas like Matt and I have to walk down Young Street. True. So that we can't change up our route. We did once and we got lost in the woods. Jesus, that's not good. So, yeah. I don't want you getting lost in the woods either. <laughs> oh, this isn't a sponsorship, but this reminded me. <laughs> what story do you have to tell, John? So. Is this why you let me do the start? Because you knew I wouldn't get a talk again for another 12 minutes? No, but it's one of those things, again, we were doing this episode, I'm like, fuck, I got nothing to talk about this week. And then I just <laughs> remember, it's, and you always it's make. Scintillating. You always make fun, like, oh, you're walking home stories every week. Do I not always bring in a material? Last week was the breastfeeder in public. This you can't decide if your material is a material. You know that, right? The Tell public and myself have to decide. All right. Well, maybe those first two stories weren't the greatest, <laughs> but this next story is pretty good. Okay. It was. I think it was the same day I almost got hit by the car. Okay. <laughs> so I was reading in the news like a few days. I thought you said I was reading the news. <laughs> I was reading. Shout out to the, the news, news on Instagram. <laughs> Follow that boy. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Hiccups. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, so I was reading in the news that there's a dangerous guy who's on a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> they call him a dangerous guy. This time I know I got my aimer chair. You got your hiccups. No. That news gave me hiccups. So I read about this dangerous guy in the news where he was skateboarding and was wearing like a Spider-Man um, mask. And he was going around smacking people in the head with the skateboard. I read this. Did you read about yeah. this? Am I not walking up Bay Street? I'm at Bay and Dundas, right where my where uh, the TD Bank is. Yeah. And I'm at the stoplight, and do I not see coming down uh, Dundas towards Bay? Yeah. A guy in a full Spider-Man outfit on a skateboard. Oh no! And I was like, shit. You didn't walk that way. No, but I kind of was able to cross the road before Did he got you got my. Did you report him? No. I didn't know. I, I First of all, I didn't know if I made up that story. And second of all, I didn't know if this guy had a. How did you make up that story? I don't know, but <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I was like, I was very cautious. Like, I was walking past him. I like kept looking around behind my back to make sure he wasn't like following me. Yeah. But it goes back to that time we were on the subway and that guy, that guy had a weird mask and a sign. Yeah. It's like in this day and age, unless you're crazy and plan on smacking people in the head with a skateboard, right. don't ride around the town in costumes or outfits, right? It's just like scary yeah. and like, everyone was looking at him all crazy and this shit. Okay. Isn't that weird? That is weird. I think that was probably like B minus material. Yeah, I think B minus material cured my hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> so. those, those are my stories. <laughs> but I mean, every week I got some crazy walking stories. Avi. Look, look at these stories. They're, they're a dime a dozen. Yeah. You don't have any. You do have a sponsor, you just said. Yeah, I was thinking about it. So on Friday was our friend Z's 30th birthday. And shout out there. And so we were going out and I wanted to get um, Z from us a gift card to Steve's Music because I jam with the guys every Monday. And so we we're like, okay, let's go grab a gift card. So usually John and I shop at Long and McQuaid in Toronto, which is located at Bloor and Ossington. But then at 
around Queen and Spadina, there's a Steve Music Store. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, this will be great. I can just, like, walk over there. So it was, like, I had a lot of stuff to do, so I took the subway down. Mm -hmm. Subway, it took a while because, God forbid, the subway ever works properly in Toronto on a Friday afternoon. But I go there, and I'm like, hello, sir. Can (laughs) I please just get a glass slide, which is that thing in country music um, guitarists wear on, like, their ring finger, and it basically makes the guitar sound like more twangy Mm -hmm. and so i was like can i get one of those and can i get a 40 dollars gift card and so i've never seen a little rock punk kid look so stressed out and all of a sudden he's like calling for his manager like four people come over he's like i've been behind this desk for so long and i'm like okay and he's like do you have an account with us? And I was like, yeah, I bought shit here before. Mm. And so he's like, uh, can I have your phone number? And so I give it out. And then he's like, oh, you're not in the system. And I was what? like, okay, well, can you just put me in the system? Mm-hmm. So he puts me in the system. And then I was like, okay, I just want a $40 gift card, please. And then he's like, okay. And he doesn't know what to do. Right. So this ends up standing like this for like 10 minutes. Then a manager comes over, and another guy comes over, and he's like, uh, do you have the name of the person you're buying a gift card for? And I was like, okay, yeah, our friend Zeeshine. And so I spell it out for them, and they're, they're like, do you have his address? Fuck no. I was like, I barely know any of my friend's phone numbers. I like, don't know anymore. how to get home half the time. I don't know where I exactly, live. Exactly, right? And so I'm just like, no. I was like, why do you need his address mm. to get a gift card? Like, right. this is, like, this process was already, like, Hindering me from buying something at yeah. this point. So I was like, no, I don't have his address, but I have his phone number. And so I was like, okay, here. And I give it to him. And then he still couldn't give me the gift card. And so, like, it, it literally took a half an hour to buy a gift card from these people. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, it's the wind. That's what I'm hearing. Oh. Yeah. I was okay. like, what is that? Um. So either way. It was, like, the most long, drawn-out process. And I almost wished I just took the subway to Ossington instead. Mm. Just because I'm, like, this was the most arduous thing to do. And for $40, it cost me basically 40 minutes. Jesus. So it's, like, one minute per transaction of getting this gift card. And the guy was, like, here, I'll give you some free picks. Yeah. Um, Aren't picks free usually anyways? Like, 10 cents Yeah, they're, like, 10 cents. The only one thing I always hate is when I go to, like, music stores like that. It's all run by, like really dirty looking men and so i was like oh can i get a glass slide please and he's like he's like oh yeah and he's like do you know how big the um the the girl's finger is and i was like why does it have to be like because i'm a girl like why does it have to be like i'm buying a glass slide for a girl Mm -hmm. so i was like oh i'm like his fingers are like a lot bigger than mine yeah and so i was just like probably like two of my fingers together Maybe. And so, because you want it to be a bit loose, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, okay. And he's like, so what's her name? And I'm like, I just told you it was a guy, Jesus. dude. So, yeah. But either way, that was my, like, pseudo sponsor, just because I was a little pissed off. Sponsorship of the week. You fool for this one, though. I was going to say, I just looked in the drawer. We actually probably had the best bag of picks out mm-hmm. of anyone I know. Best birthday gifts. One, uh, one year for your birthday, I was like, I know you like musical stuff, so why did I not make... Like, a hundred pics that pop, 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 on one pop. side of it is your face, and the other side <laughs> yeah. is my face. Which is my favorite, because I always have them in my drawer now, ready to go. Exactly. So, I feel like we still have, like, 90 of them, so we should just start, like, giving them out to yeah, people on this. as, like, a loot bag. Exactly. So, what do you... Um, what do you want to tell everyone about this week and what we might be, like, talking about? And oh, the- okay. So, for those of you guys 
who haven't listened to all the seasons of the podcast, one, you should do that because they're scintillating as hell. <laughs> but Sensual, if not. <laughs> like, probably not. But um, in season one, mm-hmm. and maybe season three or something, we did an episode called, or episodes called Complexity. Yeah. And it was based on um, the top ranking TV shows and music shows that this website, if you don't check it out, called complex.com, ranks and does and we thought it would be cool to do that in favor of the shows we like to watch and whatnot so one thing that's going on right now in the television industry and i guess like just entertainment industry in general is this Mm. thing called the upfronts Mm -hmm. and so upfronts are basically where every network has a day or a couple of days where they host all of their new shows to show to sales clients to buy into them so the new fall lineup schedule of television will come out and you'll get to see like trailers and everything. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you what shows have been renewed, what shows have been canceled, mm-hmm. and different sales and client individuals will buy into it and just see if they want to spend their dollars there. Yeah. So John's company is currently going through their TV up friends. And so we thought this was a great time to actually do a new complexity episode. Yeah. So we'll talk about kind of like what our favorite shows have been this year, mm-hmm. t- uh, music maybe, movies, and then like what we're excited for. Then you guys can write in, tell us yeah. what your favorite shows are, what we should be watching. Yeah. I get we don't watch Game of Thrones. We're not going to yeah. watch it. But. So here's the one thing. There might be some spoiler alerts. Spoiler alerts. Yeah. But we're going to, we might talk about a little bit in depth of some stuff. But, you know, just be forewarned. Um, we'll try not to give away too many huge arcs of things. But just to give you guys a taste of what is coming up around the bend or what you might want to check out. This is definitely... One, just to be weary on and have your finger on the fast forward 15 second mark. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Do you want to get into some stuff? Or yeah. So, so can we tell people what we like kind of rediscovered this week? Yeah. It kind of leads into something that we're excited for. Go for it. So obviously. So start with movies? Yeah. Okay. Let's this, do movies first. So the, I, I think I probably mentioned before, I don't get too excited about movies. I'm more excited about TV shows. Yeah. Only because. I find it's just all the movies, well, they're all the same because they remake all of them. Right. But I just, it's hard for me to get excited for movies over and over again. But the one movie I was super excited for that was awesome that lived up to it was Mad Max. Totally. But there's a couple movies coming out that I'm super excited for. And one of them used to be a TV show and it's the new Entourage movie. Yeah. So it comes out this week. I think it comes out on like Wednesday maybe. Right. It's one of those movies where everyone describes it as like Sex in the City for guys. <laughs> and I know a lot of girls... When Sex and the City came out for movies, they all got together, went out, like, all the girls' night. Yeah. This is, like, a good... But th- this is one of those movies where it's, like, you got to go out with, like, a bunch of people, right? Like, you got to go yeah. some friends who are into the show and just, like, get into it. So, for those of you guys who haven't watched Entourage, or if it's not as prevalent around the world as it might be in North America, Entourage was an HBO series back in the early 2000s that came out. It had about, what, like, seven seasons? Like eight seasons, Eight yeah. seasons. It far, followed four friends from Queens yeah. who moved to L.A. because the main guy, Vinny Chase, became a huge actor. Yeah, he became a movie star. So his one best friend became his manager. His older brother is like a washed-up uh, B-list celebrity. Mm-hmm. Then he has his one friend, Turtle, who like drives him around and right. like smokes weed all day. And then the agent is Ari Gold, who's like a ball-busting, yeah. like pretty funny character. Yeah. So either way, that movie... Is coming out mm-hmm. in a couple days. 
And actually on your birthday around that time, Ferris, who works at a PR firm in Toronto, she actually had movie passes mm-hmm. for us if we wanted to go, but we were doing something else that day, so you couldn't go see it. Yeah. But the guy who plays Vinny Chase was actually in the city promoting yeah. the film. Exactly. So uh, the first time I watched it, I remember I was like still in college. Yeah. And I was home one day from, from like, I think it was like Christmas break, and I was just like, oh, cool, my parents get HBO, so right. I watched it. I watched the third, the first episode of season three. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing! What is this show? Yeah. I've never heard of it before. I'm like, these guys are drinking and partying and making movies. This is the best show ever. And then from there, I went back, watched the old season, and just was a fan ever since. I think my thing was is like I had never watched this series before, and I've heard about it. It was like the guy version of Sex in the City, and so you said I saw one episode with you randomly, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, the show's pretty funny," and you're like, "Oh, I have it, and I can download the rest of it. Why don't we watch some of it?" And honestly, here's what I will say is that we because we've watched a fair bit of episodes over the past like five, five days, days isn't that maybe. It is, like, some of the tightest writing for 23 minutes I've mm. seen in so long. Like, every episode, like, the story arcs are amazing. I just think the writing is so witty and funny. It's, like, such a great ensemble cast. So, mm-hmm. for those of you, um, it's always funny when you get a text message from a friend and it says, plus a cronut. So, <laughs> no idea the context, though, anymore. Um, but, yeah, either way, it was just, like, if you haven't watched Entourage, this is definitely a film to check out. Um, watch the series if you can download it. Watch some clips on YouTube. It's yeah. definitely worth it. But I was just gonna say to get excited for the sh- for the movie. Yeah. I'm like, oh, why don't we just like rewatch some of, like the greatest hits, like the best episodes, like for dinner? Because we always totally. like to have something to watch for dinner and, and eat. And so I was like, okay, let's just watch my favorite episode, right. which is the Vegas, the Las Vegas episode. Totes. And then, so that's like season three, episode four or five, whatever. We watched it, and then we're like, oh, wow. The great thing, again, about the show is after one episode, you want to know what happens next. Exactly. And so I'm like, okay, it was a quick 23 minutes. We're like, let's watch the next one. Yeah. Like, we plan just to watch the best episodes we like. Mm-hmm. Have we not watched, like, 15 episodes in, like, five days? Most death. And so, like, even yesterday, Sean popped by. And we ended up watching like eight episodes of Entourage <laughs> with him because it's like, oh man, I forgot how great this show was. I love it. It did. We did say though, it makes you want to drink and party. Yeah. Like we weren't. We were drinking like a little bit, but then we're like, oh, let's get another beer, mm-hmm. right? And so I think it just it keeps you uh, fun and entertained. So if I had introduced someone to the show, my episode would be for them to watch the Las Vegas episode. Yeah. If there's an episode you'd want people to watch if they've never seen it. Do you have a favorite one? I like anything with Billy Walsh in it. If you guys don't know who that character is, literally just look up Billy Walsh enters Entourage yeah. and that season. Yeah, he's hilarious. So, so I feel yeah. like I, in another life, would be like a Billy Walsh. Yeah. <laughs> like, Suits suck. The, the darkest side of me would be Billy Walsh. Yeah. Um, okay, so what's next on the list? For movies? Yeah. Or, so the next one I have on the list uh, comes out the same weekend as Entourage. And mm-hmm. since... We told Sean we'd see it with him and hopefully Tesla, and mm-hmm. we might see it next Sunday. Mm-hmm. I would love to see a movie this upcoming Friday. Mm-hmm. The new Brian Wilson movie right. comes out called Love and Mercy. So Love and Mercy is really good, and it's like, for those of you guys who aren't Beach Boys fans, I still think this movie would be really interesting. It's basically the story of Brian Wilson who headed up the Beach Boys. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so it stars like John Cusack plays older Brian Wilson, and then... Mm-hmm. The Paul Danko, Danano, yeah. who plays like young Brian Wilson. Right. Now, I, I, I don't know. I've, 
when I watched the trailer, the guy who plays young Brian Wilson looks awesome. Yeah. When I watch the trailer and I see John Cusack, I just see John Cusack and I know. not Brian Wilson. It's kind of weird to me because I'm like, he looks nothing like him. Yeah. And so I'm just like, why wouldn't you just put more prosthetics over young Brian Wilson to make yeah. him feel like old Brian Wilson? Yeah, but at the same time, like, I mean, I'm so excited to see it. Yeah. Uh, we love the Beach Boys. And even though it's like, okay, I know the story of Brian Wilson, like, he had a mm-hmm. horrible father and... He's like painfully shy on stage, but he likes to create music, but he did all these drugs and he had a psychiatrist. Who, yeah. And he had the wife, this and that. So I'm excited just to see like this take on it. For sure. What about you? I No, I am excited. I think there was a made-for-TV movie. <laughs> I hope it lives up to this made-for-TV movie. I know. Okay, so the made-for-TV movie was done and John Stamos was a producer on it, which was hilarious because he played what it could be himself in the film, just a second drummer mm-hmm. for the Beach Boys. And it was hilarious for those of you guys who don't know the Beach Boys but know them physically. So there's like a part where, or the whole freaking film, Al Jardine, who is basically the shortest member of the Beach <laughs> Boys, he's probably on a good day, like five foot four. <laughs> the casting person who got to play Al Jardine was about six foot two yeah. in the film, and it was hilarious. Um, but everybody else looked very dead on. And, like, yeah. even the people who played Phil Spector and everything. So I really hope that the storytelling and the uh, appreciation for the authenticity mm-hmm. of that film comes through in this film. Yeah. So maybe, we'll, hopefully we'll see it next weekend. Yeah. And we'll give a review on that. But other than that, there's only one more movie I'm kind of Oh, well, I got for. a couple more. Okay, you go for it then. So the other one that I think we spoke about briefly when Bates Motel kind of ended up. Um, so Bates Motel is the Norman Bates. It's a psycho, psycho prequel. prequel. Um, one of the girls in the sh- uh, show who plays Emma, I think her name is Olivia Cook. Mm. She plays a dying girl. She has um, some sort of respiratory infection or something. Yeah. There's a movie coming out with her that same week called Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. <laughs> it's just her same character? Yeah! So she basically plays the same character. And it's one of those indie art house films, but it actually looked, like, really adorable. It's these two friends... You had me at adorable. Oh! This, these two friends end up having to um, befriend this girl who's dying just because their parents force them to. And this guy is like, oh, I want to make a movie for you to show, like, all the stuff that's happening before you die. I think that's the premise. But either way, it looked, like, super adorable. And I remember, can't remember what film we saw in the theater, but that trailer popped up. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's tugging at my heartstrings. Yeah. So then the next film I'm thinking is on, like, summer is always hard because it's, like, everyone always puts out huge summer blockbusters. And Mm. we are fans of going to see those, like... I think for us, we usually pay for only, like, super big blockbuster films or, like, really indie art house films now. Yeah. Um, we've hit that age in our life. Yeah. Um, so the next one would be Jurassic World. Yeah. I'm ex- That's the other one on my list. I hope it doesn't turn out like Godzilla did to me. Yeah. Like, Jurassic Park, the original, was on TV this morning when you were out mm. getting brunch. I was watching some of it. I'm like, oh, man, this movie still holds up. Like, the dinosaurs... Still look good because for the most part, like half of them are like still robotic. Totally. And it's the T two of exactly dinosaur films. So I mean, I'm excited. I, like the trailer looks cool. I just hope it's yeah. not so. Well, I mean, it's got to be really anime because it's dinosaurs, and to the best of my knowledge, yeah. there are no dinosaurs. I still don't understand the allure with Chris pa- Pratt though. 
in yeah. it kind of thing. Like, I wish it was still the same cast, like Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, those guys are like 90 years old now. Though. I know, but the guy with the, like, mosquito staff. The what? Remember oh, the old man? Yeah. That guy's dead. Oh, that's okay. But you know who's in this movie? Hell. Nick from New Girl. Oh, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. redeemed. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing ever, though, is that on the cover of GQ, Chris Pratt's on it. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they've literally morphed his head and Paul Rudd's head <laughs> kind of thing, as if they were like, Ant-Man is coming out, oh, and God. so is Jurassic World. Ant-Man looks awful. There's one scene in Ant-Man that makes me laugh so hard in the trailer that they show from during Mad Max at the beginning there's a Thomas the Tank Engine train coming at Paul Rudd as Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah! <laughs> but then it ends up being just like a tiny little kid's train set yeah. coming at him, which was hilarious. Um, and then equally, in Jurassic World, there's a scene where there's something in the water. And then out of nowhere, this giant shark dinosaur or something right. comes out of the water. I think that's the only scene I'm gunning for in Jurassic World. Yeah. No, definitely. Um I'm excited for that. No, for sure. I think that one should be exciting. And then the other film. There's another one. Yeah. Like, huh. these would be, like, my films for the summer I'm just excited for. Like, we're not Avengers people. No. We don't care about shit like that. No. Um, we obviously didn't see, like, Insidious or Spy. Oh, I, oh I'm not going to see Spy, but we can't take you to scary movies. No, we can't. I, honestly, like, okay, I don't know if any of you guys have read any um reviews of anything but they were gonna remake the movie it stephen king's it and i shit you not i've never been more terrified of a film in my life because my brother uh brandon he actually showed me stephen king's it when he was watching it when i was like seven Mm -hmm. i think john and i debated how old i was because he said he saw it when he was 10 in like 90 (laughs) 95 and he's like you couldn't have been three and i was like you're such a fuck nut that's not the point of the story i think you called me garbage dick (laughs) so either way this new movie's coming out jesus the mega blocks film my god was that um too scary (laughs) but yeah so i was so nervous and seeing these ads but either way so fast forward the only other movie that I want to see this summer is a film with Amy Schumer called Trainwreck. Ah, uh, yes. So yes. Trainwreck looks hilarious. It's basically Amy Schumer p- plays like a late 20-year-old. And I think she's like, she ends up meeting Bill Hader mm-hmm. um, as a doctor and has to do like a story on him as like a sports doctor or something. Yeah. And it's just like the trials and tribulations of a late 20-year-old who doesn't want to commit to, like, a relationship, I think. Yeah. And just, like, how... I don't know. I don't watch, like... You don't really... Inside Amy Schumer. No, I don't really watch that, but she's, like, killing me. She's on... She was on an episode of The Bachelorette Mm -hmm. uh, this past week, and she was, like, so funny. And the minute I saw this train wreck trailer, one, it was just adorable, and I'm a sucker for romantic comedy sometimes, Mm -hmm. but... It just, it killed me, one, because it felt like me, Ferris, and Maddie rolled into one. Yeah, I can see and that. And then, I just love Bill Hader. I think he's hilarious in, um, as Hitler. In, oh, yeah. <laughs> in, uh, Man Seeking Woman? Totally. Well, oh, I have to write that down. That's one of my favorite shows. Um, so, but yeah, I think that's it for the summer movies that I wanted to see. Exactly. Now, uh, let's take a break from, uh, the complexity. We'll get into either TV shows or music next. Mm-hmm. We still have two fan questions left over, and they're Ooh. pretty they're pretty simple questions, so I figure let's break this stuff up and uh, do this. Right. So would you rather me ask the question from Josh in Ottawa or Jack in Toronto? Jack. Okay. Jack in Toronto, 
says, loved your episode uh, last week with the karaoke. John <laughs> sounded like he had a great time. Mm-hmm. What uh, is your favorite karaoke songs to perform? Um, My favorite songs are songs I can stand on a table and scream to, which yeah. are usually any song. Um, but I really love doing, for some reason, the Bloodhound Gang. Bad Touch. Yeah, Bad Touch makes me laugh really a, a lot. But yeah. I also love, like, old um, cliche songs like Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yeah. Um, that, I want to dance with somebody. That song. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and then, for some reason, any song where you need a backup harmony, I tend to come with you on those yeah, rides. Yeah, those are and good. What about you? Yeah, mine used to be just, like... Songs, because because I can't sing, mine would be songs that are popular by bad singers. So like "Taking Care of Business" by by <laughs> BTO. Yeah. Randy Bachman is like the worst singer ever. I can, yeah. I sing as well as he does. Or like "If I Had a Million Dollars" by Bare Naked Ladies. They're good singers, but that song's more of like a talking song. Yeah, and that t- was the last song I performed with my band in Battle of the Bands in high school. <laughs> what was the name of your band? I don't even know. Garbage dick. Shut up. Stop <laughs> trying to make that a thing. <laughs> right? But I also, because I can't sing, I like to do rap songs. So like N-Words in Paris by yeah. Kanye West and Jay-Z. Or like Hey Ya by Outkast is pretty good. Right. So the key is to find a song that is in your like mm-hmm. tempo that you can sing along to. And something that's going to please the crowd. Because if the crowd ain't into it, yeah. they're not going to like it. Alistair and I actually had this discussion when we went to a shoot on Wednesday Saying that, like, you know, there is an art to picking karaoke songs because, you know, most people are like, I want to pick a song I like to sing, but you do want to please the crowd. You want something that's like not too long that people can sing and it's like not so repetitive. And so we were like, for instance, like, um, I've lost that loving feeling in uh, Top Gun. Hmm. You've lost that. I don't love. know that song. Yes, you do. I've never seen Top Gun. You never seen Top well, Gun. I don't want to see Top Gun. One of the worst. <laughs> oh yeah, let me watch him play volleyball for five minutes to a montage. Like that's not that movie. Yeah, it is. What are you thinking of? Top Gun, the Tom Cruise movie. When the fuck is he playing volleyball? Keep 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 oh, talking about your song. So either way, it's so um. That is, like, probably, like, one minute of that film. I shit you not if it happens. No, that's the thing people make fun of because it's, like, homoerotic. Like, they're all their t-shirts off and, like, all playing volleyball and, like, patting each other down. That whole movie is, like, homoerotic, though, then. I know. They're always, like, in their, like, tighty-whitey t-shirts. But either way, You've Lost That Loving Feeling is a great song to sing, right, in general if you're, like, jamming and whatnot in a non-karaoke environment. However, in a karaoke environment... Does that look familiar to you? Yeah. (laughs) See, it's set to a song. (laughs) Look at this. I don't think this is meant to be homoerotic. I think this was meant to be like sexy. Because watch, they're gonna expect the ball and then they're gonna like hug each other and stuff. (laughs) Watch. Yeah. Alright, Goose. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. Woo! When do they hug each other? They're... I thought they were singing that song. We built this stadium. Well, that's the thing. The song's like... like... It's like playing with the boys. Yeah! <laughs> See? When did this happen in the movie? I don't know. I've never seen I them. guarantee you this is like a deleted scene. No, it's not because people always make fun of this scene. There is no point for this scene to go on this long. I know, it's a two-minute scene. That's why it's funny. 
Like they're gonna hug at the end. <laughs> Woo! Wow! How long is this? It's what are the end? Hold on, they hug at one. Anyways, you get the Anyways, idea. Anyways, uh, there's a part of the film that John clearly remembers better than I do. But yeah, so like you've lost that loving feeling wouldn't be a great karaoke song. Good question though, Jack. Yeah. Okay. So can we? Let's might as well do the other question because it's a super quick one too. Yeah. So, uh, thank. You. Got my pen again. Oops. Uh, okay. The last question is from Josh in Ottawa, and he says, mm-hmm. "What's your favorite episode title of Live at Six Oh Five? Now I had them all lined up here. If you don't remember, yeah. Let's see. Uh, We've had some pretty good ones. We've had some awful yeah. ones. There's like a there's a few times where it's just like hot goss and yeah. dirty room. Like, uh, definitely like you basic bitch. You basic bitch is pretty good. Yeah, I like that one. I also like Six Gods is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Fiddler Please is pretty funny. Yeah, and then there's stuff like. Um, Homeboys in space makes me laugh. We always try. Like, this is the funny part about John and I. Like, there is an art to coming up with a good title. But John and I usually talk about it for at least an hour of, like, what should we call the podcast? But it's so funny because sometimes it will have no rapper, gangster, or hip-hop connotation, yet somehow we'll still have, like, a homeboys well, kind of reference in it. You used to make fun of me. You were like, oh, you know, you make too many, like, rap titles. You had two in a row. This is what you came up with. Go. Wiz at the gym and NYC mustard on the beat. But that's because those They're are both- part of my songs of playlist, and I thought they were funny. Well, the funny thing is this. I have a title in mind for this week's episode, and it's very hip-hop-based. <laughs> it has to do with about ASAP Rocky. Okay, okay. So wait, hold on a second. Are we done with this section? Yeah. I just want to say, like, here are some of the other films coming up this season. Sure. For for the fall, if you guys haven't checked out or check out their reviews. Some other ones that we might be excited for are Tomorrowland. Pass. No? Tomorrowland, like, got panned. Really? The one with, yeah, it looks awful. Oh, my God. It's from the creators of Lost. And how did that show turn out for uh, you? Oh, the first five are great. Yeah. Star Wars. We're not Star Wars people. Nope. So I'm going to pass on that. Pass. Pass around. Um, I definitely want to see... Where the fuck is it? Uh, here, yeah. Which one? A lot like the Will Smith movie looks awful. Yeah. Hot Tub. These are all older movies. These all came out already. No. Oh, Hot Tub them, Time yeah. Machine. I might go this way then. Yeah, you go the other way. Yeah. No, then this can't be it. Oh, these are all, all these other movies that have been out once you get to Pitch Oops. Perfect. These are all oh, the, yeah, wedding, all... the Wedding Ringer looks awful. Yeah, no, Ant-Man has it. Okay, yeah, keep going. Ding dong. But yeah, so, but there's movies there that... At, Ant-Man, we Pass. don't want to see. Ted 2, fuck, that. we don't want to see. And if you go to it, you're not our friend anymore. Totally. I definitely want to see Magic Mike with yeah. the girls. Childish Gambino. You just want to see Magic Mike for the song Pony. Yes. Right? That's true. Um, Careful. And then, where is it? You want to see Hot Pursuit, you said. No. And then maybe Mission Impossible 5, just because. When does that come out? That one. Oops. That's a fun movie, though. Those are those Mission Impossible ones. are pre- The last one last was pretty good. The last one was good. really good, and Three, that's why I would want to see it. Two was great. Three sucked. Four was pretty decent. What is it? Ghostface Killer? What was it? <laughs> Ghost Protocol. Ghostface yeah. Killer. <laughs> protocol. See you in your rap references. Ah. Um, okay, so should we switch gears to TV? Yeah. So do you want to talk about what we've liked this year or what we're excited for? So let's go for, can we do like what got canceled? Yeah. Because it was like pretty depressing year for us. 
Yeah, why don't we start with the show we just finished, which is The Following. Yes. Which The Following is one of those shows where it was thoroughly entertaining from start to finish. Right. Highly unrealistic or unbelievable. Like some of the, But it's like, I get it. It's like 24 where it's like, yeah. Jack Bauer kills 100 guys and he's still alive. Yeah. Ryan Hardy kills everyone. He's still alive. So the one thing I read about, like, the following, and it's, like, I think it's a great time for writers right now, is that usually things like anthologies, so, like, short miniseries are the things that are working, right? You have, like, I think it's, like, smaller contained budgets. You're not signing on for a long time for the network, and it's just, like, self-contained um, character arcs. So the thing that I read about the following was that the first season did – amazing and that's when we were like oh my god this show's fantastic second season when they got into the cult was a little bit weird yeah third season which was this past one right mm-hmm. we really liked a lot of it right oh, yeah. the new killer was amazing but i guess for everybody who is like reviewing the show from like the uh variety and for like hollywood reporter etc they were just saying that they should have ended the series at season one. It should have been yeah. a self-contained anthology and yeah. then started with a whole new cast in season two. For sure. But I thought they picked up their game this year. Like, the new killer they had on the loose was really, like, entertaining. For they sure. They had a bunch of storyline. They had the Joe Carroll. They had the Mark. They had the... Mm-hmm. Like, it was pretty crazy in 13 episodes, all the different storylines that they had. Right. So I thought that was pretty cool. Another series that got canceled, but thank God got picked up by Hulu, Mm -hmm. is The Mindy Project. Yeah, it's one of my favorite comedies. One of my favorite comedies. I think Mindy Kaling is hilarious. She's definitely part of that, like, four horsemen women of comedy to me now. Um, Luckily, Hulu picked it up, which is great, because a lot of shows are definitely coming off of, like, linear TV Mm -hmm. network carriers and moving towards a more digital, like, Netflix, Amazon-esque thing. Exactly. So I think... Um, they said, like, what should we call it, Dan Castellano and Mindy both said, like, the other Twitter and Instagram that they had a lot more episodes in them that they felt like the story didn't end where Fox yeah. pulled it. Um, which was weird to me because I'm like, I thought Mindy was doing better than New Girl. Me too. And so I was surprised that New Girl is still getting as much momentum. Well, it's how the shows, like, The Big Bang Theory, got like, they're yeah. going on to, like, their 12th season or, like, even The Simpsons has been around for, like, 25, 25 years. years. It's like, do people still watch The Simpsons? Apparently. But, like, the one thing that I thought was weird that, okay, so renewed, so the network Fox renewed Gotham. Ugh. And Gotham was, like, a Garbage. trailer we couldn't even get through. Or yeah. a pilot, rather. We couldn't even get through. Garbage. It was horrible. But, like, that show got um, renewed. Fucking American Idol renewed for, like, another... No, that got canceled. It got canceled after this new season coming up uh, in the fall. Okay. So that one, obviously, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Empire, those are all coming back. Yeah. But, yeah, like, the Mindy Project and the following. I know. I thought Hulu would pick up the following. I know. I'm hoping that maybe down the road... I Well, look, X-Files have been off the air for, what, 15 years? Right. And that's coming back. Full House has so been ridiculous. off, like, 20 years. So, yeah, should we say about... Full, Fuller House. Fuller House is, yeah, it's like the re, it's the reboot for Full House, which it's like the Boy Meets World reboot, Girl Meets World. Like, yeah. Ugh, I don't so know. So Fuller House, if you haven't read about it, concentrates on DJ having three kids as a single mom. And she better not be called DJ when she's like a 40-year-old woman now. <laughs> Donna Joe. Exactly. So she brings in Stephanie and Kimmy Gibbler to actually help her take care of the kids. and Because like, her husband dies. Right. Time. Pam was my big husband. <laughs> <laughs> So either way, the Olsen twins have not signed on to that. No. So that series, I think, is coming out either later in the winter or next year, early yep. next year. 
Um, would you watch it? Yeah, I would. And I think I would just, I think they're banking on our generation to watch it to just be nostalgic yeah. for Full House. And like, to be fair, like, I still watch Full House when I see it on the Christian Network yeah, sometimes. Of like in, early in the morning or like late a at good night. Christian kid that you are. Obviously. So, um, what you want call it? Some of the other shows that got renewed, it feels like. A bunch of shit that's like Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Law yeah. and Order, Law and SUV Murder, yeah. The Blacklist, Blackish, like those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. However, there's one show that you were saying we should give a chance to that's really? premiering. Which oh Aquarius? Yes. Yeah, that's the new David Duchovny TV show where mm-hmm. I think it's because Mad Men's so popular, people are like, let's do more period pieces. Mm-hmm. So it's basically he's a detective in the sixties. When Charles Manson starts to become like prevalent, and right. this woman goes missing, and it's because Charles Manson, Charles Manson mm-hmm. takes her, so it's like kind of the hunt for her and him, and right. And so I mean, it looked all right. I don't think it's going to be the next biggest show ever. So it comes out, I think, or it already came out. Came out, so it runs like Thursdays, I think, mm-hmm. on NBC. Um, so it should be good. We're gonna give it a chance. Everybody says basically. He, it's like a lot of, it's a big cast. It's kind of like the slap where it's a pretty big cast. So hopefully it's good, unlike the slap. Yeah. So I could not get past the slap. You can. It's still on our PVR. You watch it without me. No, we have to finish it. But yeah, so we'll give it a try. I think it'll just be like, this is the time of the year when it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, there's not a whole lot of shows right now. Yeah. Because like all the big shows come back in the fall and winter. Summer's kind of, although there are shows like True Detective. Right. Hannibal, which are coming back. so. So good. So I think the shows that we would say, like, it was sad to say bye to things like Sons ended, Mad, Mad Men, Men ended, Following, following ended. What, is, what else? There's been a bunch of finales, I feel like. I feel like those are the three yeah, main ones. three main ones. Um, but things to keep an eye out for, as John just said, Hannibal is premiering this Thursday. So here's the one problem I had with Hannibal. It was mm-hmm. so good. If you don't remember the finale, I'm not mm-hmm. going to give too much away from season two. Right. But it, it looks like a, a couple main characters died. And you remember the whole thing is like, oh, yeah. people get stabbed. And you're like, oh no, do they live or do they die? Right? Mm-hmm. Do I not see? There's like trailers for Hannibal, and it's mainly focused on Hannibal and like Gillian Anderson. Yeah. Although I just watched a trailer where it's like, you know, they do trailers when they talk to the cast. Yeah. And are they not talking to cast members from like, are you dead? Oh, I guess. Are you not. serious? Because that's the whole purpose of the finale. <gasps> what I remember reading, like the showrunner said after the last series finale, like. Oh, you won't even know if they survive to like episode two or three because the first two episodes are all about Hannibal and like what he's doing. Like, well, I just saw certain this people. This is so stupid. So, sorry. <laughs> this is so silly. Sorry, John and I just both got mad. I paused the podcast. I'm like, why the fuck would you do this? Because Hannibal's um, so good. I remember once, and I think it was for the mid season finale of Walking Dead, mm. and on the Walking Dead's Facebook page, their marketing team put out a poster mm-hmm. and it basically gave the plot line away of like somebody, a pivotal character dying. And so it was just so stupid because like half the nation hadn't seen this yet, mm-hmm. right? If, if you're watching it in like the Eastern time or the Western time. So it's like giving away the plot line already, much like Hannibal. It's like you're giving away like crucial things. It's like you should know better than mm-hmm. to put stuff like this out in like the internet mm-hmm. um, or wherever you put it. So that's just frustrating because like, to me, Hannibal is, like, one of the most underrated shows, and I know it got picked up for five seasons. Did it? Yes. Oh, because I was so worried because it, it started off as a show. It was, like, a mid-season replacement, which means it comes mm-hmm. on, like, the winter time when right. shows get canceled. 
And then it went to like a summer premiere where I'm like, oh, summer's not necessarily yeah. the best time because people don't necessarily watch yeah. TV during the summer. And I'm always worried because the, the ratings are have been lower that I'm like, I don't want this show to get canceled because it's so I think well if done. it got canceled, like I remember reading about it when it first came out and the network signed on for at least five seasons, but mm-hmm. who knows, like that could change. I think somebody like a Netflix or something would pick it up just because it is such a beautifully shot it's- show. It's almost like... For those of you guys who don't watch it, it's so worth it. We put it up there with True Detective. Yeah. It almost had, like, True Detective had points that were from Hannibal. Yeah. Like, we're just like, that happened in Hannibal. Like, and people are like, oh, my God, True Detective's so groundbreaking. I'm like, Hannibal did it first. Right? So, I think it's worth checking out. It's all shot in Toronto, which is amazing if you guys live here. Um, The cinematography in it is just beautiful. Like, it, it just looks outstanding. And for those of you who, like, know the movies or the books, apparently I read that in this season, the Red Dragon's in it. Ooh, who I didn't know who I that, didn't know what that is. But I read what his character was. And okay. it's, like, this guy, I think, like, in every full moon, he goes around, like, kidnaps and kills, like, family. Wow. So apparently, like, it's a really cool character. And the person they got to play the Red Dragon yeah. is, like, a really good actor. I can't remember what he's from. But it's, like, he's supposed to be... Um, like, when I read the character... I think Jeremy Irons played him in Whoa. the movie or oh, something. Oh, I thought you were going to say in the show. Oh, not in the show. So I just got excited... For that, and it's like, are you looking up Red yeah. Dragon? Oh, it's not Ed Norton? Although no, Ed Norton plays Will Graham. Oh, yeah. In the TV movie. Show. So, yeah, hold on. Okay. So, the guy who plays Red Dragon is named Richard Ar- Armitage. Armitage? Okay. Is that fair to say? He's a British actor. He was in The Hobbit and Into the Storm. Mm-hmm. So, he looks pretty creepy in these articles I'm looking at. I like that. Blah. So I'm, I'm exci- so excited. So yeah, uh, shout out to Sean, who we gave him season one of Hannibal, who he's worked on this show. And yeah, I don't think he still watched no, it. So. every time we go to Sean's house, I see it in its full packaging at Sean's apartment. So but you know what's fun is that Sean came over to our house yesterday impromptu and watched like eight episodes of Entourage with us. We should have made him watch binge watch Hannibal. So yeah, Tesla, if you're watching, tell his ass to watch it or listen to this podcast yeah. so we can stop talking shit about him. <laughs> So, so that's the one show we're excited to go well, yeah. see. Well, that yeah. one in like True Detective season two because it's got your boy yeah. Riggins from Ooh, Friday Night Friday Lights. Friday Night um, There is like the prequel to The Walking Dead coming out too. Yeah, Fear the Walking Dead, which we'll watch it because like even Walking Dead now, it's not our favorite show. We watch it because we're invested yeah. in it. It, it, has, it. it has it has its, its moments. moments. But uh, it's like, okay, you go, you kill zombies, and for like two episodes, it's like, oh, the humanity that we live mm-hmm. in. And it's like, okay, go back to killing zombies. It's like, oh, well, our best friend got eaten, back to killing zombies. I think the one thing, and this would just be like, where does AMC go from this? Because in its heyday, when it had like Breaking Bad, Mad Men, and The Walking Dead all premiering basically at the same time, like, and I always thought AMC had a really smart thing because it would be like, the minute one of those three amazing series ended, the mm. next one picked up. So there was no point of the calendar year where an audience fan would turn away from AMC. Yeah. But now that Breaking Bad is done, Mad Men is done, they're putting out three fucking Walking Dead series. I know. Like, that's insane to me. And a Breaking Bad spinoff. <laughs> Which is, like, it's kind of crazy, and it just speaks to the nature of, like, is there no original content or ideas anymore well, that I, I, you just have to do reboots Look and, at like, all the prequels? movies we list. Mad Max, Jurassic totally. World. Totally. It. Yeah. Mission Impossible is 15. Like. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just think it's so funny because even Hannibal during, even. Even, but that, that one at least is different in the respect that it's taking 
five different parts of Hannibal and putting it into one season, mm. right? It's not as linear as, like, the Hannibal series or um, Red Dragon books and whatnot. Yeah. But I think what's funny is that during the Mad Men finale, which was, like, so sad that that series came to an end as well, um, they showed a, here's what's coming up on AMC in 2015, and it was, like, all Walking Dead. It was, like, yeah. all Walking Dead and then two period shows about, like, one about some, like, Confederate soldiers and some cowboys. You're talking about Turn. Which is your favorite show. Of course. Turn and ha- Halt and Release and Catch or whatever that yeah. goddamn awful show is called. So, I think it'll be exciting to have that come back in the summer mm-hmm. as well. But other than that, we were, like, pondering. We're like, should we rewatch like, Lost or something? Yeah, it's when, like, we rewatched Lost. What, yeah. There's another show I felt like I wanted to rewatch mm-hmm. with you. I don't remember now. Shit, what else? Mm, Scrubs? Maybe Scrubs. Yeah. But yeah, no, Lost would be like the big show to rewatch. Totes. Even like we still have the first season of Mad Men down or yeah, on the TV. I would watch that again. But uh, I'm also, ex- well, I know you're excited for the Bruce Jenner documentary. Oh my God. Which year? July. I can't believe I have to wait till July. July, really? Yeah. Boo. Um, but the one thing I was going to say, should we tell people what we were watching last night? We can, definitely, yes. So for those of you guys who listen to our podcast which if you are right now we love you to death um at some point late last year this other podcast you may know it called serial came out yeah bane of our existence you can find it on itunes type in (laughs) c-e-r-a-l serial it's the worst right it's the worst um that podcast came out and like i took like people by storm it was like this murder mystery that played out in real time, basically, with um, the creators of This American Life mm-hmm. behind it. And so it was really interesting for those of you who listened to it, for those of you who didn't, yay. Um, but anyway, this other HBO series just came out based on the, I guess, success of Serial. Mm-hmm. And it's a murder mystery. It's called The Jinx, which I'm sure you've all heard of. It's it's with uh, Fred Durst's dad, Robert Durst. Right. And no, it's not Fred Durst. I'm joking. <laughs> Right? It's about uh, Seymour Durst, who is a real... No, it's not. It's about Robert Durst. Yeah, but it's it's like the legacy of Seymour yeah. Hurst, right? So Seymour... You keep calling him Hurst. It's right? Durst. Seymour Durst, who is this real estate mogul who ends up leaving his fortune mm. to his sons, essentially. Yeah. So he has two elder sons, Douglas and Robert. Robert is kind of like the lost child who doesn't really want to take over the real estate life but he's kind of um, this, like, low, like, I don't know, like a lone wolf a little bit. Yeah, definitely. He, he kind of reminds me of, like, Dexter, where it's like, he's going to have a family just because that's what society says you should have. Right. Whereas he'd rather just be by himself and doing... Doing nothing. So the interesting thing about this, like, miniseries, and it's only six episodes, and, like, no shit of a lie, if, like, John literally was downloading them last night as we were watching them. Like, we just couldn't turn away because... Every episode, you're like, what the fuck is happening here? Well, yeah, it starts off with um, this man called Morris Black in Galveston, Texas. Yeah. Is his body washes up on, in the water, but he's all, like, hacked up and decapitated. In garbage bags. Garbage bags. And so it turned out this deaf-mute woman killed him, but it turns out the deaf-mute woman was a disguise by Robert Durst. Yeah. Who gets arrested, posts bail, skips out on bail, and then gets arrested again for stealing a hoagie when he had $40,000 in his car. Right. Come to find out more about him, 20 years ago, his wife disappeared. No one ever found out what happened to her. Right. And the more you go on, people around him... Mysteriously start getting murdered or 
just, like, disappearing and stuff. And obviously, like, close group of friends are, like, really suspicious about, like, this guy should be charged, right? And the weird thing is, and this isn't necessarily giving anything away because it's a news story, but that he ends up going to jail for, like, the murder, for one murder, but then he gets acquitted from it because he said it was self-defense. And it's just, like, it's so interesting to, like, watch this man and, like, I even, like, teetered between the fact that I'm like, oh, he's so charming as, like, a (laughs) 60-year-old. Only you did, because Sean and I are like, this guy looks creepy as fuck. No, but I thought he was just, like, as it plays on. Like, I think that was, like, the first episode. It's because I know why you liked him, because you'd be on the phone and be like, hello, sir, how are you? Hello, man. No. Yeah, I I know exactly when you were charmed by him. It's when he was on the phone with the the producer movie guy. Yeah. And he's like, Mr. Durst, how are you? And listen. No. So, either way. He also said he didn't have old man eyes. He didn't. He didn't. Have old man I eyes. don't know. I still don't know what you okay, mean by so old man eyes. Old man eyes. <laughs> I'm gonna isolate so many elderly people. Uh, right old now. people don't listen. So to this. okay, if you if they do, look at anyone over the age of like 65 who probably doesn't take as good care of themselves as they should. Mm. Old individuals' eyes, like let's say, like my eyes are dark brown right now, but as I get older, if I didn't take care of myself, they would start to not be as vibrant. Brown, they would start getting like more like diluted looking. Okay. You're laughing at me, but it's so true. No, I'm laughing because I feel like the thing I hate about this guy was his eyes are so dark and like disturbing. So John's thing is that when we were talking about it, when we all went to go get dinner between the episodes, mm. was that this gentleman, I said, I was like, oh, he doesn't have old people eyes. John's like, on the contrary, he doesn't have like any white in, in his like in his eyes, it's all pupil. Yeah. So it almost looks like West Borland from yeah, Limp from Limp Bizkit, kind of true. thing. And so you thought it was really creepy, but the more I watched it, the more I did believe John. Like I was mm. just like, holy shit, he doesn't have like it is just these dark black eyes staring yeah. at you. Um, but I can see him being like a complete sociopath. Like he was like funny at points, and he would contradict himself in such a cavalier way yeah. that it was just so enthralling this story like I was just like where is it gonna go and like I don't know the twist at the end you said there's a giant twist we obviously won't say it down because I don't want to know it either um we have two more episodes to watch but for those of you guys who want some great um if it's raining or like kind of like dreary and you're stuck at home literally watch this HBO miniseries it is outstanding yeah it's it's really good I, I watched the first episode I was like, oh, I liked it. I wasn't sure if you'd maybe be yeah. into it. Uh, but a lot of our friends were like, everyone, you, were, you were talking about it with like Chris and like Miranda yeah. and everybody. And then even on Friday at Korean Barbecue, <laughs> uh, Z and Tammy and everybody were talking about it because they were going to go to Texas and actually go see the house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, so creepy. Now that we know what it looks like. Yeah. And it's like, I know the ending, but I don't know necessarily how they get there, how yeah. it gets comes up. So I'm excited to see. And even like... Like, it was just entertaining to watch, and it's just like, how the fuck does this guy keep getting away with things? Like, yeah. not giving anything away, but it's like, yeah, he gets, he goes to court for this murder. Mm-hmm. How does he get acquitted of it? Like, there's a, like, you understand how it happened. Yeah. We won't say why, but like, holy fuck, like, it's, pays to have money and good lawyers. It, like, it was like, crazy. And like, as the story goes on, and you see like the garbage bags floating, you think of shows like Dexter mm-hmm. and everything, and you're like, holy cow, maybe, like, Dexter is getting cues from, like, this oh, whole yeah. story. And then the cool thing is, not, I guess, the cool thing, because it's still <laughs> a very tragic story, but it's from 2000 upwards, a lot of the stuff, so mm. it's not, like, there's, like, recreation footage, but a lot of it is just, like, actual, like, interview content, and it's, like, 
shot in real time and like it just feels so current because it's like living and breathing it mm-hmm. and so i don't know i thought it, it it i cannot even imagine how this is going to end up i don't know I, I have a feeling we'll probably finish it tonight probably probably we'll do that but no it's good it's so good they actually made a movie about it like four or five years ago yeah. i never even heard of the movie but it's with uh, Ryan Gosling and uh, Claire Danes. No, not Claire Danes. Oops. The uh, the blonde. Kristen Durst. What's your name? What's your name? Kristen Dunst. Yes. You're Oops. thinking. Do you have a pie name? Face. Pie She's a pie face. She's not pie face. I was gonna say you probably have a name for her. No. Uh, so before we got off TV, we mentioned the upfronts. All the state, like uh, all the big networks in the states, ABC, NBC, mm-hmm. had their upfronts a few weeks ago, which is. The great thing about 2015 and the internet mm-hmm. is they put all the trailers online. Yeah. So have you seen any trailers for any of the new shows that are coming out this fall that you're excited for? Yeah. I think one of um, the shows that I'm really stoked for, even though I didn't really watch the last season of American Horror Story because I'm shit scared of clowns, mm-hmm. is Scream Queens by yeah. Ryan Murphy, creator of Glee and American Horror Story. It's like two like vastly different shows. Totally. And I think it is just because it's like, I love Ryan Murphy as a creator because all of his content is shot really, really well. Mm-hmm. But then his stuff always borders like campy and horror, yeah. which is really fun to like play between. And it again has like an all star cast of like um, the Emma Roberts, Jamie mm-hmm. Lee Curtis is in it, Ariana Grande is in it, Joe Jonas. Yeah, I the, think. the Oliver Hudson or yeah. Oh, I love that, that guy. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. It's crazy. So this is how busy that guy is. He just finished Glee. Yeah. He's doing another season of American Horror Story with Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah. Scream Queens. He's also doing uh, American Crime Story. Jesus. About uh, O.J. Simpson. So it's like crazy. Like, That's okay. So how do you feel about that one coming out? That could be hit or miss. It could be like the Brian Wilson movie. Yeah. Where it's like, I, I'm a little weary when anytime you put in David Schwimmer in anything that's not it, friends. <laughs> He's so typecast though. That's why. But I, I'm like, I can't tell what demo is supposed to be interested in that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I still, like, I'm gonna, I'm obviously gonna watch because I give, I have faith, like, in all that stuff. Right. Oh, it just made me remember. I'm like, I'm excited for Fargo season two. Yeah, man. I don't even know when that comes out, to be honest. So, the one series I'm like, I used to love. So, NBC obviously oh, came God. to an end and Parenthood ended. I know ended. Where you're going. And Don't tell me you loved this show back in the day. No, I didn't. Okay. So, okay. So, for those of you guys who watched Parenthood, which was basically following the Braverman entire immediate family. So, mm. from the patriarch of that, played by um, this actor who was the lead and coach. Craig T. Nelson. Yeah. And so, basically, that series ended. It was like kind of like Friday Night Lights, like brought back by the people to NBC because they wanted another season. Mm. All of a sudden, that series closes, and are they not bringing back to NBC Coach? Coach. I know. Like, why the hell are you bringing Coach back? It seems so weird to me, like, that the TV generation is pandering to something that was on in, like, the 80s, mm-hmm. maybe. And I don't... We were too young for Coach. I don't think we were... Like, we're clearly not the demo for it. I've seen episodes. It was garbage. It was garbage. But it's the same thing to me as if they were bringing back Murphy Brown with <laughs> Candace Bergen and was Murphy like, Brown. guys, man, this is going to be, like, a ratings hit. Like, I don't understand that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I saw a bit of that trailer and I thought it looked insane. What, Murphy Brown? No. Uh, Coach? Coach. Do they have a trailer for Coach? I saw a mini trailer unless oh. it was like a teaser. <laughs> um, what you gonna call it? What else is there? Um, is there any other new shows you're excited for that are... Um, 
It's tied. This one. Which one? Dr. Ken. Ah, Dr. Ken. So Dr. Ken is with uh, Ben Chang from, <laughs> from Community. Community. He's in it. And basically, the one thing at the Upfronts this year, everybody is touting all the ethnicity pushing that, like, these different networks are doing, like, Fresh Off the Boat stars, like, an Asian cast, like, obviously, like, Blackish or Black Lives. Uh, Which one is Hispanic. They're... <laughs> <laughs> Racist. This is like when you get Spike Lee and Spike Jones. Yeah. You said it was it is the show called Blackish or Blacklist? Blacklist. And there's two shows, one called The Blacklist and one called Blackish. Oops. Okay, so which one is it? Blackish. Oops. Okay, so Blackish stars Ken, is it Ken Anderson? <laughs> Anthony Anderson. <Oops. laughs> I'm just gonna skip this whole part. Yeah, so basically that networks are saying they need to have a more diverse um cast in like just more diverse shows coming out so one of the funny shows ken jiang um it's ken jong is it you said ken jiang i don't know it's j-e-o-n-g i'm just yeah, being it's ken jiang the e's silent how do you know this you're like, I the, like the guy his name did you know he's a doctor in real life yeah i did do mm. you know what's happening in here so stars in a title role as a physician Who's good at pathology, but bad at bedside manner. <laughs> so I, I'm pretty sure this show is just going to be a little silly, but I'm really excited because I like him a lot as an yeah, actor. Yeah, me too. Um, so I'll probably give it a chance. Like, I haven't been that into community on Yahoo this has, season. It hasn't been the great. I just watched one for breakfast this morning. And really? It was, it was kind of lame. There's, uh, there's been maybe one decent episode this year that I liked. It's just it's <gasps> tough. Wow. Is that Saracen? <gasps> oh, God. Oh, my God, guys. Okay, we might have to watch this new show on ABC called The Family. Oh. So it's about a politician's son reappears a decade after disappearing as a young child. <laughs> In this thriller, the family has to decide whether the prodigal, prodigal son is really their son or an imposter. It stars Joan Allen... Uh, Who? I don't know. Zach Guilford, a.k.a. Saracen from Friday Night Lights. Saracen. Allison Pill. Oh, fuck me. What's your nickname for her? Oh, shit, that face. Fucking fat face from The Newsroom. Yeah, The News Room. <laughs> that would be a great show, The <laughs> News is Room. room. <laughs> Guys, we might have a new show to pitch for the fall. The <laughs> <laughs> News is Room. <laughs> right. It's always a calamity on The News is Room. But yeah, he clearly has an age. He still looks like he's about to take Julie to the thing uh i don't know a lot of these shows just look the same to me outside of it um grandfathered which stars john stamos my soulmate got your vote already. um yeah i'll probably just watch it because it's john stamos and it just brings me closer to him somehow mm -hmm. um the grinder which looks ridiculous is star it based off the app grinder no but i wonder if they actually had like issues with calling it that maybe right so they were like we can't just call it grinder we have to call the, the grinder um, but it stars uh, Rob Lowe and Kevin Fred, Kevin Arnold. Yeah, Fred Savage. <laughs> right. Good for so, him. Good for him. If But having said that, if Daniel Stern is not doing voiceover, I don't want to watch it. Yeah. But you know what's crazy? Fred Savage is actually a really successful director. Oh, yeah. He directs totally. a lot of like Always Sunny in Philadelphia episodes. Most deaf. He's so funny. But like I could watch old episodes of Wonder Years all day, every day. Yeah. The other show I'm really excited for, and I was telling Chris about it when he came over before we watched Mad Max, is Heroes mm -hmm. Reborn. Again, I know it's a reboot and everything, but Heroes used to be a really great show on NBC. It looked beautiful. It was about different like superheroes, and it was 
way before like all of like the Marvel shit started coming to network TV. Um, so it's kind of picking up where the old series left off with like 13 new heroes coming and everything. But I don't know. I don't know if you like that kind of shit, but I've never watched it. It was really good. And a lot of the actors we actually like in series now or, um, previous series we used to watch, um, hailed from that. So Hmm. I'm pretty stoked. Yeah. It should be good. Anything you've got to give? No, that's I think we pretty much round out the TV shows, yeah. which is good. Uh, I don't know if you want to take a break and maybe play a game or something. Sure. A game we haven't played in a while, which I thought we could bring back, was maybe Hit the Post. Sure. Let's play Hit the Post. Do it, let's hit the post. Hat trick, motherfucker. Since we haven't played this game in a while, it's basically a game where we choose a song, mm-hmm. and you have to pretend like you're hosting a radio show, and you have to, like, Get out your information before the first lyric is sung. Yes. So it's called Hitting the Post. I have some new songs. Uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. So you want to choose the song? Uh, or you want me to go? You, like, so I'll, you, you I'll choose... be hitting the post. Okay, so I choose the song yeah. and all your information. Okay, you are going to get, because I know you like this song, you're going to get Come On Eileen Ooh. by The Clash. No, it's not. It's by Dexy's Midnight Runners. Oh, well, then why do I have the clash written down here? You have a weird version, or you wrote that in badly. <laughs> what? So, right. <laughs> keep going. Uh, so, your station is going to be um, K605. Ooh. In, um, in uh, Cheboykin. What the hell? What? This cable accessory is not certified. It may not work reliably with this iPhone. Are you connected to your jet? I don't know. What is that? I don't know. You got a weird message on your iPhone. Yeah. Well, don't worry. Be happy like that message says. <laughs> what? Weird. Okay. So, Keep going. K605. K605 in Cheboykin, Idaho. Cheboykin. And you are doing the... Uh, Idaho. The <laughs> midweek rush hour rush. So it's like 5 o'clock midweek r- drive rush. home. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Starts. Wow. I remember being this quiet. Hey guys, this is your DJ Val, and I'm taking you home this Wednesday afternoon. This is K605 in Cheboygan, Idaho. We got a lot of great tracks coming up for you. You just heard some great Cindy Lauper, some great, uh, some great Culture Club, but you know we got some great dirty rock coming up for you. Um, this is an oldie but a goodie. <laughs> no, no, no. I was only oh. doing it because it was like the thingy. Like... So basically, we got some Dexy's Midnight Runners. They're hail all the way from Ireland. This is Come on Eileen at K605 in Sheboygan, Idaho. Hey, hit Boo! the post. Even with me distracting yeah. and fucking you no, up. No, because I wanted to have it stop and then it'd be like, ah. but all I need. <laughs> and then we start again. Shit. Boom, bitch. Like I wouldn't know that song. <laughs> I know. I fucked you up. Right. So, I do it. I do hold it. Hold on. This is how you know the jinx is good. Sean, Bati Man Batty just texted. Have you guys watched the last two episodes yet? He's <laughs> no. into it. No, nah, text him later. We're doing a podcast. Oh, okay. Did you like, choose the song? I was like, tell him no. Um, He probably wants to come over and watch it. Although I saw, because I have him on like the PlayStation Network mm. or whatever, I saw it was said last signed in at like 2 in the morning. So oh my this, god, this motherfucker may have been home and watched it already. What a hilarious yeah. Okay, let's do uh, <laughs> Girls, 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 <laughs> Motley Crue, okay. which is the true artist. 
Um, how did I only just get his text message on the iPad? I don't know. Um, hilarious. Some bullshit. Okay, girls, 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 Motley Crew. Mm-hmm. This is Z one oh three and five. Okay, Z one oh three and five. Yeah, point five. Okay. Uh, the zone. Okay. In Sudbury, Ontario. Okay. And this is the midnight shift. Okay. Okay. So, ready? Yeah. In three. Ah! Jesus. In three, two, one. Oh, yeah, buddy. You know what it is. <laughs> if you're listening to this, y'all getting ready. Crack open that Budweiser. Ooh! Get ready to go down to legs, legs, legs. And I'm going to bring you in with girls, girls, girls. Oh, buddy. You know what it is. You got through the weekday rush hour. It's the weekend time, midnight. This is when things get crazy. And boy, we about to get crazy. And I can't explain how excited I am. This is Motley Crue with a fucking fantastic song in Sudbury. Oh, you didn't even do any of the comments. I know. I thought I had had more time. I should have done like my stripper radio voice. Like, girls, girls, girls. 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 Why don't we do one more? One more. Okay, you are going to do, um, which one do I want you to do? I want you to do I'm Not the One by The Cars. I don't know if I know that song. You'll I'm know not it. The one. As soon as you hear it, it's from Billy Madison. You'll know it when you hear it. Okay. And you are on uh, 152.7, The Hit List. Ooh, this is a funny story. There is one period of John and our other friend Dan's life where all they did one night was listen to the cards. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you remember t- that? I'll tell that story after you. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell her. I'll tell her right now. So yeah. it was when you were in Vegas yeah. with the girls, and basically it was my birthday weekend. So the Friday yeah. night, we, you all surprised Went to the me. Baseball game. To the Blue Jays baseball game. I got obliterated because it was my birthday. <laughs> Well, I actually woke up the next day, felt pretty good. This is Saturday. You went to Vegas with the girls. Yeah. Sean and Dan came over. We got annihilated again. Sean ended up sleeping over. Yeah. Four fire alarms went off between 2 and 6 a.m. I'm all like, oh, my God, this is the worst ever. And then Sunday, because you were in Vegas, I think, till Monday because it was a long weekend. Yeah. Dan comes over. I'm a little hungover. And he's like, oh, we're just hanging out. I think we're still having drinks still. And he's like... You want to listen to the cars? I was like, really? <laughs> we put on their greatest hits and we started like dancing and singing to it. And there's this one song, fuck, I forget what it's called, but we call it Caveman Rock because it was like, what? it sounded like songs of like a Not caveman. my best friend's girl. No, no, it's more like obscure song. It's just um, what I need. Hold on, let me look it up. Well, that, well, that was an unnecessary 10-minute break. <laughs> I was trying to find the song that Dan and I referred to as Caveman Rock. That was the longest wait for an anecdote story. <laughs> Anyways, if I ever find it, I'll post it. But why don't we get back into yeah. your hit the post. So anyways, we became obsessed with the cars this one weekend. Yeah, it was hilarious. So what you're doing... Um, I'm not the one. Yeah, did I give you all your info? Yes. Okay, you ready? Yes. Hey guys, this is Val coming to you live from 152.7 The Hit List, which is the oddest call letters in the world, but that's where we are. And I'm taking you home with an original 70s classic from the ugliest man in music. No, I'm not talking Rob Thomas, guys. It's the earlier version, Mr. Rick Ocasek, (laughs) right? 
Here he is with not just the one I needed, but I'm not the one. Buy the cars. Ah! <laughs> you killed it. Like, see, I always give you some history. I, you always go with the history. I'm like, you're talking too much. There's no way you're going to get this. <laughs> Do you recognize that song from Billy Madison? A little bit. It's Is like, it when he's putting on the lipstick? It's No, it's when they're doing the uh, Valentine's Day cards. Oh, yeah. Not Steve Buscemi. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. kill us. One more for me. That was good. You killed it. You yeah. beat me, obviously. Should we stick on the cars and let's do drive? Sure. Why do you have so much cars on here? Because I'm obsessed with them again. <laughs> they have good caveman rock. Uh, so let's also do a fictitious call letter number. Uh, let's do 182.4. 182.4? The Fist. The Fist FM. Okay. And it's the morning commute. Okay. Okay. In three, two, one. Who's ready to get fisted? One eight two point four. The fist. And I'm talking like I gotta hand out my ass because I am ready. This is the morning commute. It's hard to get up in the morning, but not so hard when you're with the fist. This is the cars with their great song Drive. Let's get ready for the weekend with Drive. Let's go. <laughs> I don't think that counts. I don't think it counts if you just keep saying fist and fisting. And <laughs> no. <I'm> fisted. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you play Hit the Post. Do it, let's hit the post. Hat trick, motherfucker. Why does it feel unusually later than it is right now? <laughs> it does. I don't know. Um, I feel like we've been doing this podcast for like two hours. Mm-hmm. Why don't we talk a little bit of music? We've mm-hmm. read almost an hour and a half, right. and then we'll end this bad boy. Yes, please. So, um, I'm obsessed with one album that came out this week. Shoot. It's really good. So, the new ASAP Rocky album. So good. Called At, At Long Last ASAP. Yeah. Or Allah, as he likes to call it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been excited, like, I was so excited when Kendrick came out with his new album this year. Very political. Uh, it was way different from the last album, and I don't know if I necessarily, I liked it. Right. But I felt like I wish he had some better beats. Yeah, Good Kid, Mad City was, like, so phenomenal, and, like, every song in there was, like, like almost like a one-hit mm-hmm. amazing track, so it was a little bit different, this album. This one was more jazzy. What I always yeah. told myself is I wish he had some Run the Jewels type beats right. to go with his lyrics. And then when ASAP Rocky album dropped, it was also different from his last album. Like There's no for sure. Wild for the Night type songs, but it was different in the right way. Like All the beats were super cool. Yeah. His lyrics are awesome. I Just, can't find... I don't have my phone on me. What was the one song I liked a lot? It was with... Uh, is it Juicy J? No, not... Uh... Yeah, Juicy J and UGK? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. Hold on. Let me get it for you. your phone here. Oh, someone was listening to Teenage Dream. Yeah, because we're jamming tomorrow. I got to I gotta prep my set list, guys. Ah, I dig yeah, I dig yeah. Where is it? Um, okay, here it is. Yeah, you probably like the song uh, Way, Wavy Bone. Yes! Mm-hmm. Wavy Bone, you like... The guest on here, awesome. He's got Kanye West, Schoolboy Q, UGK, Juicy J, uh, Most Def, Yassine Beek, uh, Rod Stewart's on here. Right. And it's just, I've been obsessed. Like, uh, usually I have a, a playlist of songs I listen to when I walk to and from work. Mm-hmm. I've only, for the five days, it came out on, I think, Monday night. Every day this week, I only listen to this album. Today, when really? I went to the post office, it's like I haven't listened to any other songs other than this album. Wow. 
Like my favorite songs are Back Home with Most Def and Aesop Yams, Wavy Bone, which is really good. Like every song, the Every Day with Rod Stewart, <laughs> Jukebox Joints with like Kanye West. a funny West. thing though. And then my other favorite song is um, I Love Excuse Me. I love mm-hmm. Electric Body with Schoolboy Q. Right. Um, and then basically in rap songs, this is what I want with rap albums. Okay. I just want songs where I can do the elbow dance. Oh, God. I so know which one you're talking Here's my about. example. He has a song called Better Things. Okay. Let's see if when this instantly comes on, if we do not do the elbows dance. Hold, hold on. This is bad radio, but so elbow dance is when you, you guys are going to do it. Listen to this. See what your hands do and do. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Let's see if you Elbows. See, mine is the palm dance. I'm doing the elbow bounce. <laughs> Anyways. You're too funny. So, this week's episode, I'm going to end this on an ASAP Rocky song. Amazing. And the uh, this week's episode is probably going to be called At Long Last 605. Whoa. In dedication to our boy ASAP Rocky. And even like the yeah. album cover is super cool. Because it's a playoff for ASAP Yam. Yeah, rest in peace, ASAP Yams. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, that was my favorite album so far this year. Totally. I'm trying to think. So I wrote down some other stuff that I really liked mm-hmm. uh, and some other stuff that I'm excited for. Let me see here in my notes. I really have like Florence and the Machines new album, How Big, How Blue, How Beautiful. Yeah. That one is really good. There's a song about, um, oh, Christ, something in the sea or some shit. Okay. Um, it's a really good song, I swear. Um, of Monster and Men's new one came yeah. out. I think it's called Beneath the Skin. Yeah. Is really good. Check that one out. And of course, the other one we love is the Mumford and Sons album. Obviously. Even though Pitchfork gave it like a shit total. Um, I think it's great. The Wolf is still like one of my favorite songs. You guys probably heard it on our podcast coming out of like a few episodes ago. Yeah. And so here's another band that I'm really excited that's coming out in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Honey Honey has a new album. Yeah. Did we tell everyone we were going to go see Honey Honey in Chicago? I don't think you did. Did we even tell people about Chicago? No. Let's do that. Let's close out. Yeah, close that out. So I'm also excited for Kanye West. Okay. I thought you were going to talk about Chicago. No, no I am. I just oh, wanted okay. to quickly get all the music recommended. <laughs> yeah. The Darkness 2 album comes out on Tuesday. Which we're super excited for because if you ever have the chance to see The Darkness in concert, well worth it. So I think we maybe talked about it, but for my birthday, you got me an awesome gift of the trip to Chicago. Woo-hoo! Which includes tickets to go see Honey Honey. Yes. Which is an awesome country-ish, folkish band. Yeah, they're like country, she and him. Exactly. And we got t- you guys tickets to go see the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley Field. Boom! So Bobby is there right now, and he actually caught a ball at Wrigley. So I'm hoping you can do the same, because you were really nice at the last baseball game hmm. we went to. You caught a foul ball, and you ended yep. up giving it to a little kid sitting beside you. It's only because... And you got applauded after you did that, though. Like, everyone around is applauded for you. Yeah, but do you think eight months later, people are like, oh, remember when that guy gave him a ball? <laughs> I could have a ball in my, next to my Batista ball. Right? So I'm so stoked. So we ended up booking. So we're going down next Thursday through Sunday. A week Thursday through yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Um, so it should be super fun. I'm so jacked. We're seeing Honey Honey at Lincoln Hall, mm-hmm. which is like this great smaller bar um concert venue so it should be outstanding and the weird thing was was that when i was looking for tickets for you there's so many other great shows coming to chicago chicago man yeah but it's like actually like the pitchfork tour is there that weekend i think as well Mm -hmm. um foo fighters are coming but like at lincoln hall itself um what's his face 
Uh, Who that? Not Win Butler. Is it Win Butler? Probably. Yeah, yeah. he's playing there the day before. So or is it Will Butler? Will Butler, uh, brother Arcade Fire. Mm-hmm. He's playing there. There's like two other bands that I know you really like um, that we've had as like the go tos for the podcast or playing too. So awesome. it's just like a really awesome. It's kind of like for those of you guys who haven't been to Chicago but live in Toronto, it's kind of like a mod club mm-hmm. meets Massey Hall sort of venue, which I'm super amped about. Yeah, I'm stoked. We haven't been to Chicago in a few years. Yeah. Deep dish pizza. Deep dish pizza. Just walking around, checking out all the buildings. And Wicker like, Park. Wicker Park. Just having some drinks, enjoying some music, totally. catching some baseball. Yeah. We haven't been there in about four years. I think the time we went there, I got really sick the first day, so I didn't even enjoy our deep dish pizza. No. We went to Nick's Bar in Wicker Park. Oh, you remember the name of it? Yeah, man. We'll man, we, legends there. <laughs> so. We'll probably do a podcast from there as well, yeah, obviously. We'll go right? check out the bean. Check out the big bean. We'll we should make stickers and bring them to Tri-City. We should. Yeah. I like it. Well, I think that's a great place to end it. We gave everybody like this week all of our music, movie, yeah. and TV recommendations. So definitely check out what we've said. If you have any interesting shows you want us to check out, let us know because we always are looking for more things to watch so we don't have to re-watch old stuff and live in the past. <laughs> Except for Entourage. Uh, although sometimes when I watch Entourage, I told Sean yeah. when he was over yesterday and we were like, we're like, oh, should we do another drink? He's like, yeah, let's do another drink. I'm like, oh yeah, like seven years ago, the three of us would like sit and watch Entourage all night and like drink brews and just like. Is that not a good memory or is that no, a sad memory? No, it's Uh-oh. a good memory. No, it's a really good okay, memory. Okay, so. But I just had like flashbacks uh-huh. of like sitting at like um, Club 808. And just like watching Entourage, so that's awesome. It just makes you think back to like that time and stuff, which is cool. totally. But I think we should end it. Uh, and why don't we do? Obviously, the because I whenever you say I talk about a band and I don't make them the band of the week, it's always some bullshit. Right. So why don't I make ASAP Rocky? Yep. As I said, his new album's called At Long Last ASAP. It just came out, and I I don't know. I like a lot of his songs. I'm debating between Back Home. Yeah. Which is the last song or the um, Wavy Bone song? Wavy Bone. Should I do Wavy Bone? Yeah. Do you know what UGK stands for again? Unprecedented Good King. Ooh, you got the last word right. What? King. Ooh. Underground King. Damn it. And who's in UGK? Fat Money. <laughs> Bun B and, and Pimp. Pimp C. There you go. <laughs> and Juicy J from the legendary group called? Three Mob. Three Six Mob Mafia. There you go. Three Six Mafia. <laughs> and in Three Six Mafia was uh, Crunchy Black. Black. Oh, yeah. Crunchy Black <laughs> and DJ Paul. Paul. There you go. <laughs> and Gangsta Booge. <laughs> you fool for this one. Yeah, Wavy Bone's a great song. It's like an old soul sample mm-hmm. uh, with some legendary Southern rappers, and I love Tops. I love Juicy J's like the first one of the first rappers, and then Bun B ends it at the end. Mazer. So let's get into it. This is Wavy Bone yeah. with ASAP Rocky featuring Juicy J, UGK, and it's from his At Long Last ASAP album. Buy it on iTunes. Bye da ba. <laughs> so all the ways to get in contact, I'm at Malin Camp on your Twitters and your Instagrams. I am Val Gomez23 on Instagram and Twitter. Check it out because you can see some awesome pics from this week. Yep. Drinks on King Street, Korean barbecue, etc. Don't check out my Instagram because my pictures are boring apparently. <laughs> yeah. But do like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash live605 and download, comment, and subscribe on iTunes. Please and thank you. So until next time, I'm your boy John. I am
on different corners, spitting pitching water. Now I'm richer off the shit I thought of. I'm the home of the richest ballers. I'm Richard Porter, mixed with Mr. Porter. This picture, all the jicky shit I ordered. I went to France and almost got deported. The fans are screaming when I hit the border. I visit Nice like it's my sister's daughter. Vision broad, I thought of all the different kids and all. Pour without a sip of water. Time to get my shit in order and do something different. Getting tired of the same old shit when I spit in lines, but the six in lines I sit. These kids do listen for us. I see prison for us till we pull back. That's a true fact. Get money, yeah I do that. Don't you knew that? Get money is.
John Mallon. And-